Welcome listeners here and there and everywhere all across the land. This is the Men Church Pod Men Church Stuff Podcast. I'm gonna start Men that Church over podcast. Brad. I'm gonna try that again. Men Church Podcast <laughs> stuff. stuff. Men Stuff Church Podcast. Men's Church Stuff Pod Men. We're gonna talk about something. <laughs> To anyone tuned in, this is the Men Church Stuff Podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Cult and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Welcome listeners here and there and everywhere all across the land. This is the Men Church Stuff Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Culp, as always here with my beloved brother-in-law. Happy Friday, Brad. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Doing good. Had a good church council meeting last night and... Had a, a pretty good morning. Um, so. Yeah, man. It's always nice when 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 people work in in uh, in concert with each other. That's awesome, it, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. great when when we can share the same heart, you know, for God, for God's will, and just yeah. be be seeking that. It's it's yeah. a lot more fun that way. It really is. It, a lot yeah. more fun. Yeah. So the challenges. <laughs> my uh, my actually my recent or my my most current experience with that specifically um you know Brad I know I've told you in the past um that uh I'm a search committee chair for our children's minister search team and um man that team is just incredible I'm not joking that team is phenomenal and part of the reason it's phenomenal is because of what you just said, you know, like we're, and we, we've had this as our, as our, as one of our central focuses since the beginning is, you know, God, give us a, give us a heart of unity, give us your heart, you know, give us, give us your heart, your mind, give give us your heart's desires. And, um, you know, however long this process ends up taking, so be it, you know, um, but shoot, man, like, I mean, being able to being able to walk into one of those meetings um, and experiencing unity and and, you know, like mindedness, it's pretty awesome. Even even when even when opinions differ, you know, yeah, um, uh, yeah it's 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 awesome. So listeners, fun little fact about about this show is that <laughs> technically this is the second recording of it. <laughs> so, Brad, it's been a long time since we've seen each other. Yeah. <laughs> version 2.0 this yeah yeah right be yeah. so much better than the one we didn't record that's exactly right <laughs> yeah yeah though this might be the beta version the alpha the alpha version just wasn't very good um yeah ironically well see i i you're you're wrong brad in that we didn't actually record it see listeners i accidentally and i don't know why i did this um apparently god god gave us an opportunity me and brad an opportunity to just talk and then realize Oh, well, no one's going to hear this because DJ pressed pause on the recording and 55 minutes later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, never mind. So, um, yeah, we're going to have we're going to put our uh, our our show a little bit on a, on a on a different spin than we did on uh, on Wednesday. Today is Friday, by the way. Happy Friday, the day of fried foods, of course, obligatory for, there for you. But um. Um, uh, Brad, I think, I think something that, that, that God has been teaching me, um, not in necessarily the last year, though, certainly the last year, but in the last like six years is what it means to wait on the Lord. Yeah. Um, that whole idea of like, you know, like in the, in the fruit of the spirit, like the, the whole idea of, of patience, I mean, I mean, long suffering, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing, yeah. right? Yeah, same thing. Yeah. No, patience, patience sounds better. <laughs> no, no, long suffering, which actually means suffer long. 
Drawn out suffering. Yeah, long. Am I done suffering? Nope, not yet. It's not been still long. Gotta, still got to go. That's right. Yeah, it ain't been long. Long to who? Well, feels long, right. It feels long. It feels so, long. So pretty long. Yeah. It's been five yeah. minutes, Brad. Yeah, I know, right? And this this is scripture that's been inspired by somebody who 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 has lived eternally. So, yeah. like, what does long suffering really mean? Like, come on, God, I'm not, like I'm kind of a I'm a physical person here. Anyways, um, so uh, I would like to crank up our show with um, the last verse of Psalm twenty seven fourteen. Which, the last verse of Psalm twenty-seven, fourteen. I didn't know there was. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna name. We're gonna name the 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 show Me. ridiculously repetitive redundancies. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. Psalm twenty-seven, the last verse, which is verse fourteen, says this: "Wait on the Lord, be of good courage; He will strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord." Mm. And that's the way he closes Psalm twenty-seven. <laughs> Like, wait twice. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna tell you to wait, and then I'm gonna tell you to wait again as a reminder. Um, so yeah, in my most recent in my most recent experience, it's just been waiting on the Lord again with this you know children's children's search thing. But shoot, man, our uh, as I've told people, our church has just come through a, a four year drought. Um, and when I say a drought, I like I I mean we were in a spiritual drought, but I mean the church was. Um, God had a lot of things to bring us through. Um, I, I've always, I've always said it's like since college that I'm more of a fan of rather than putting a bandaid on, on an open wound, just like, just look at the wound and clean the wound. But, um, God had some, God had some stuff that he had to, he had to kind of work through in our church, but, um, that, that four year waiting game and Brad, you, like, remember, remember this too, for me anyways, um, you know, you and I had had very different childhood experiences in that the idea of like a church waiting on a pastor, that was never me. That was never my family. Not <laughs> once because we were the family they waited on, you know, so so like I had no clue what that felt like. Um, and dude, that four year period was long. Um, I didn't really know what that felt like either, though, because like I grew up in the church with the pastor who. I was part of the founding the church and and who is oh wow still pastoring that church and no and has associate pastor whom he's you know uh, grooming to I think you know take over so yeah Dang. yeah wow. talking about longevity I that mean, is long- yeah yeah, yeah I've I'm never four- heard of that I'm forty next week so and yeah uh, and that I was uh yeah. Wow. So amazing. So shout yeah. out and props to Greg White for uh for being faithful and yeah. steadfast through I, I mean how many ups and downs you got in 40 years? Uh, uh yeah, too many. A lot. A lot. Yeah, that, absolutely. That is uh yeah. Um so my, I think I think for me the heaviest waiting game that I ever had was at my previous position um no i'm gonna you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna correct that i think the heaviest waiting game that i ever had was um was uh the the sort of the 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 interim between when i lost my job as a as a public school teacher to where god revealed to both me and shara not just me but me and shara um that he wanted us to move to mississippi that that waiting game. I mean, when I say it like to kill me, no, obviously it didn't. But at the time, I mean, I was going through some extreme heartache. Um, mm-hmm. But, but dude, like, uh, I mean, I learned in the last, again, in the last six years, I've learned a lot of what to do during, during the waiting period, not just, not just, not, and not just hoping that the waiting period will be over with. Right. Um but um, so the idea maybe, of, I was like, maybe you could teach me that someday. Uh, <laughs> the idea, the idea of this show came from um, a radio station call in question that I thought this would be I think that'd be a really good topic to kind of discuss. Um, 
the 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 question specifically was geared towards you know what do you do like when when um when you don't like your job and i don't like i don't think that we necessarily need to talk about that um but uh, you know like i got to thinking i mean what is it like what are we as christians really supposed to do and like what are we as guys let me let me do it that way cuz i honestly think brad i i'm i'm curious i want to hear you on this i think women do a better job at 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 waiting just across the board i don't mean to be sexist here but i mean across the board i feel like women do a better job at waiting than men do what do you think I, I, one i think that's a dangerous question um so oh, okay you're, you're like okay here i'm gonna pop well, what's your question to okay, you well, yeah, answer. What, yeah what's your answer favorite right now what's your you favorite candy bar brad do you like butterfinger or snicker more you know you're gonna have to wait a we'll second that route. Um, it feels like a trap dj it yeah. feels like a trap yeah. um the weather's so, wonderful here, Brad. So here, here's what I would say, because this conversation, that women and men tend to think differently. Uh-huh. Right? You know, I would men, agree. Men tend to compartmentalize. We have boxes, or I've heard, you know, waffles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Segments, You know, and and women tend to be more interconnected with everything, with all that thought. Right. Um, Spaghetti and waffles. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, lots of great analogies to help us understand that we really don't think exactly like, because God didn't make us that way. And, Correct. Yeah. And so I think in general, uh, that's the case. Um, so going off that, then it would make sense that sometimes it would be easier. And, and I can't speak as a woman because I'm not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> But where you can see how everything's interconnected and it's all kind of working toward where you're going. Whereas me, uh-huh. we're not in that box yet. We're not in that box yet. Or we're not in that waffle space yet. Um, yeah. When are we going to get there? When are we got? Nope. We're 14 spaces away. Oh, and, gotcha. Okay. You know, that's all I can see. And yeah. So, I mean, you could make an argument for that. I mean, having said that, I have met some very patient men and some mm-hmm. very impatient women. And I've met some very patient I women. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's am, fair. Yeah. And am a very impatient man. Right. One of one of my favorite little like illustrations is uh this deacon walks into the pastor's office and the pastor is pacing just furiously back and forth. Just back and forth. Back and, forth. and the deacon goes, What what's the matter, Pastor? And he says, I'm in a, and I'm in a terrible hurry. And he just keeps pacing. And then he says, what, but I don't understand, you know, what's the issue? He said, God isn't, God isn't, I'm in a terrible hurry. And God isn't, <laughs> God's but not God, hurry. But God isn't. Yeah. Right. And and I think in my life, I can reflect that a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Of, that's legit, I, man. I like that. I'm the, I'm the guy when it's like, okay. This is where I'm supposed to be, or this is where I'm supposed to go, or this is what it's supposed to look like. Now I'm like, okay, now that I know that, we should be there. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, I, I can relate to your mother. I think your dad says if uh, if your mom could teleport, she'd travel all over the place. Yeah, she would. Yeah, absolutely and, right. And I'm she with her getting on, there. Yeah, that's right. And, I, and I'm with her on that. Like. <laughs> So I could just boop, be there. I yeah. miss the days. I miss the days when I could just take a nap and teleport. Right. It was great. I remember lots yeah. of times as a kid. <laughs> yeah, man. Take a nap in Kentucky and I wake up. In, and you'd you wake know, up in like, another state. In another That's state. right. Just, it, was, it was fantastic. I lost that ability as an adult. Yeah. It's pretty. It's usually frowned upon if the driver's the one that's trying to make that happen. <laughs> usually frowned upon you end up in a different state (laughs) you do end up in a different state hospital bed (laughs) um or hey jesus i didn't know you were right it's exactly right (laughs) see jesus shaking his head at me going no you know you're not supposed to be here not yet but But I guess you are. Actually, I'm sending you back. I just wanted to have a conversation <laughs> right. about if you ever do that again. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't get to go back. Oh, that's funny. Um, oh. So uh, the way to, the way Psalm 27 um, starts out is um, 
is like, Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Lord is strength of my life. And, you know, David goes on. But I want to jump to to verse seven, because I think like, I think this is something that I learned, I have learned to do. And I'm not going to say I do it well necessarily all the time, but in, specifically in the last six years of my life, I've learned to do it more when waiting. Um, and verse seven says, hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Mm. Um, and then I love this. is This is always what David says, or this is like always the, the, the stance that David takes. Verse nine says, do not hide your face from me. Don't turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Don't leave or forsake me, O God of my salvation. Like, mm. dude, what an appeal, man. Seriously. Like, um, and, and David in the, knew how to wait. They, they, dude, did David know how to wait? I Yes. He had to learn. I'm going to say yes and no that David knew how to wait. I think, yeah, David learned how to wait. But in the Psalms, even when even when David is is fretting upon, uh, you know, about his current desires, he always and this is the part that I've begun to really understand in the moments of waiting. You know, when I say, look, God, knock it off, just do something, you know, <laughs> like if, if you know, if, if I was at if I was in a in a position where. Um, where I wanted to get out of and, and start something new or, or, you know, I wanted, I wanted more responsibility or less responsibility, you know, whatever the case was, I would be like, okay, I'm in this cage. Please let me out. As mm -hmm. opposed to what David does. Cause I, I really think that David, like, um, that David flashes out that, or that he, uh, that he lashes out better yet. He lashes mm -hmm. out to, to God in his prayers and again, his writings. Honest. Yeah, he's he is honest. But, yeah, he's very honest. But then he, he follows it up with this. Hmm. But God, have mercy upon me. Hear hmm. me when I hear me when I pray. Right. And then he ends it with, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. <laughs> it's almost as if he was if, like, I don't know who he was talking to when he wrote this, but it may have been himself. Hey, me. Uh, and I think a lot of the Psalms are prayers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. So, so, I mean, I yeah. think it's the conversation <laughs> with him and God. So it, it's for it's 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 for him. Yeah. And, and for his prayer to God, but also I think God's showing us, hey, be honest when you pray. Be now, honest, dude. Yeah. Of God, right? Because yeah. this is this is not quoting a psalm or anything. But sometimes it's like, hey, um, heavenly Father, who are who are awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm really ticked off right now, and I don't like the way things are going, and yeah. I'm really finding it hard not to be upset at you, and yeah, you're great, and you're awesome, <laughs> and, don't be mad and uh, I, you know, all those blessings you talked about, I'd, I'd really like to see a few, and, but I thank you for your blessings, you're amazing, I love you, I'm, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like don't patronize God. It's not like, it's not like he's up there waiting for the correct words to, to hear, to be like, Oh yes. Why? Of course, my servant, now you get what you have asked for. Like, it's not yeah. he's, like, he's not, he's not a British gentleman, you know, like <laughs> that's, that's yeah. waiting. No. Um, yeah. So absolutely. I mean, like if you're ticked off at God, just shoot, let him know. You might as well, because he knows already. He knows already. It's not it's, like, yeah, it's not going to be a surprise to him. I think that's the biggest laughable thing that we as <laughs> humanity do. Yeah. It's like, we feel like we're doing something when we're mad at God, but like, I'm not going to tell him because, you know, he might get mad at me if I tell him yeah, that I'm right. mad at him. <laughs> like, here, 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 the only person that you are fooling in that is you. Mm-hmm. God already knows. As a matter of fact, I think God welcomes your honesty. Now, mm -hmm. that's what I tell people. The people in the Bible that I would say are closest to God, like David, who God said is a man after his own heart, are yeah. honest with God. Brutally. Uh, brutally. Brutally honest. Well, but you know what? God, God is brutally honest right back with them. Yes, he so, is. So be honest with God. Yeah. But anticipate. Yeah. God in like mind is going to be honest with you. And if you're mad at him, you're wrong. If you're upset at him, you're wrong. That's okay. Be wrong to him. Be wrong. That's right. You. Yes. But just know, you know, I've, and I've been in that situation. I've been emotionally angry with God over something. And that's yeah. my prayer. I'm mad at you and I know I'm wrong. Yep. No. But right now I'm feeling this emotion 
you're gonna have to and you're gonna have to deal with it, God, because that's what I'm feeling right now. Like you're gonna have to deal yeah. with me. But I think what we do is we open our heart. Yeah. Like when we're open, we're opening our heart. And and guess what? It's a two-way door. So now that thing that we were keeping God out of by being angry and, and trying to keep it from him, which we can't anyway. Yeah. Now we've opened it up. So now yeah. God can do that open heart surgery or whatever that he needs, needs yeah, to do. Right. Or go, yeah. Hey, this is the problem. How many times has God's just, just to me, it's, it's just been a, just a little tweak. Yep. Like, well, you see, Brad, you're, you're like, like when you're getting your glasses, right? So the problem was the lens was blurry. Yeah. Or you had a smudge. See, if you just click this, how's that? Oh, oh, oh. But, but you're not no, the one, I Brad. see what you're doing. No, but you're not the doing. one who clicks it. You're not the you're not the one no. who, who gets to, like, because you don't know how to use that machine. No, that's right. Right. If I did click it, it just, <laughs> yeah, it just works. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, I'm blind. I can't see anything. Yeah, that's because, like, you closed your, like, you closed the covers, Brad. Yeah, you like, closed the, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, those right. are just to protect the lenses when we're not using it. Yeah, yeah. And and so God is the optometrist and inventor for sitting back going, fine, man, do whatever you want. Yeah. I'm right here. You let me know when you want me to fix everything you just screwed up. Right, right. But, but if we're like that, we're like, oh, man, I'm next to blind and we need some big old bifocals and big old lenses. It won't happen yeah, right. to put those big old lenses on. We still can't see right. You still get sick. And now you're throwing up because you're getting, because you're getting <laughs> vertigo. You know, like. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the worst, yeah. I'm the worst eye doctor ever. <laughs> That's right. It's, yeah, I, I, not... I'm, I'm looking here at your prescription and it says drunk. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to. Yeah. Don't ride so, a roller coaster with those on and. <laughs> and you see straight. My brain's never the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's exactly right, man. And, you know, like, I think, I think in the world, specifically listeners, I, you know, listener, I don't know what, like what your church background is. And I don't kind of know, you know, I don't know what kind of a church you attend um, or if you attend a church, but in the world of, of the evangelical tradition, I think there is way too much um like if you will like reverence reverency and serenity essentially that's kind of that's kind of played into like the search me oh god type of type of 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 analogy as you know in the sense of um and i'm not discrediting by any means the idea so, of of being of being reverent so, but so this is what i'm going to this is what i'm going to do i'm going to adjust what you just said just a little bit okay right? so i'm going to be the optometrist all right, you be the optometrist. Uh, pseudo reverence. Pseudo yeah, pseudo, oh, false. dude, yeah, yeah. So, thank you. But you can't have too much reverence for God. Well, you can't have too much, but you yeah, can. But it's you yeah. can have false reverence. It's a show. It's a show. That's right, exactly right. right. Yeah, like yeah. I, I can't. I can't say that to God. That's not reverence. That's not like, reverence. Yeah, like, that's patronizing. I'm gonna hide that's, that yeah, from. Yeah, exactly I'm, right. I'm, I'm gonna hide that from God. That's not reverence. That's not reverence. No, no. That's 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 you trying to impress God with your dog and pony show. So, yeah, the idea is what, what I was going to say was I don't even have a pony and I don't have a pony. Yeah, I've That's got two like dogs. pony yeah. show when you yeah. don't have a pony. That's and like... trust me, when I say that our dogs don't give much of a show anyways. But um, the idea, though, is is in the in, the, you know, in the search me, oh, God, type of conversations. I think too often we we take out of we take out of our real life situations not out of context but i think we take too much out of our real life situations you know the 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 idea of well you know when when you when you go and seek your father do it in private right close your close your closet door and he'll meet you there okay but that doesn't mean that you need to get down on on two knees and you need to pretend that you're that that maybe your life is is you're in pain you don't and by pain you could be physical or emotional you don't need to pretend as if you're the priest who's walking into the holy of holies trying to be all super reverent no as a matter of fact i think like if if you're ticked off at god i mean sure go into your closet get on your to get on get on your knees or don't get on your knees who cares the idea is that address that with god because i actually think that if you are willing to step out during this period of pain, of waiting, or whatever, and you say, "Look, God, this is ridiculous. This is nuts. Like something's wrong, and and I don't know what it is, but I'm fed up with it." Mm -hmm. Okay, you are actually in that moment. You're searching for God. Now, you may not be searching for God the way the church makes you think about it, but you are still searching for God. One, 
I've seen this in a lot of, I've seen this in cartoons, I've seen it in sitcoms, I've seen it in movies. It's one of my favorite illustrations. Uh-huh. Um, and, and it's when it is, it is usually a kid and a parent or a kid and a father figure. Uh-huh. You know, and and the kid has, has been mad. He's been showing out. He's been just, just gruff. All of this stuff, distant. And, and finally, the, the, the parent kind of is, is prodding that. Mm-hmm. Right? It's prodding that. And then the kid blows up to the point where everything that they've been holding back just goes. And, and oftentimes that looks like that, that smaller person generally. Just like beating the breast of the other person, you know, like, ah! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then breaking into tears. Yep, and just breaking down. In which case, the, the that father figure just embraces. Yeah, that. that's right, man. You go. I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting to for let you. yeah to let that out. Yes, I've been waiting for you to let it out. And and I've seen God. Or I've experienced God in my life. Kind of kind of do that where it's like god's god's prodding this and i'm like i'm mad i'm trying to hold on to it or i'm trying to or i'm upset and or I'm, and I'm trying to deal with it myself i'm trying to be like you don't know i don't need to take this to anybody else i don't need to take this to you i'm i'm i know i'm not supposed to be and i'm gonna stop being it but instead yeah. it just keeps growing because because what you bury grows that's how growth you know things how growth works with seeds and stuff if you bury it it grows yeah but when we take it to god we with that anger and and sometimes when god prods us to the point where we just break down and we just we just lash out at our punch the air yeah father right and but i think sometimes that now now he can come in right that's exactly right yes now we've opened that up and he's like okay no now let's deal with this. Let's deal with that pain. Let's deal with that hurt. Let's deal with all that stuff you've been repressing. That's right. Yeah. Because because what you what you what you bury grows. But when you take that stuff, that bitterness, that anger, that that fear, that hurt, when you take it to God and and it he is light. <laughs> that light it it dissipates the darkness. Mm-hmm. It, the darkness flees. It, it is no more. And so now, a lot of times in that case, yeah, there's a there's a huge relief immediately, but it doesn't mean that it's all resolved. That's exactly resolved. right. Yeah. Well, and just like any, like it'd be silly to think you're gonna go in for some big surgery and then the next day, well, you know, I got I, I wrist surgery, but the next day I'm gonna go fishing, you know. Right. Or I got open heart surgery and I've got to run the 5k tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Nope. Not happening. So, yeah, no, it's exactly right. But I think you bring, bring that. And when you feel God, you know, prodding you like that, let that be a call to just, just go ahead and let it out. God's not, God wants your tears because he wants to wipe them away. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want your, yeah, it's exactly right. He doesn't want your tears like, like a sick maniac wants your tears. I want you to cry. Yeah, yeah. I don't like. I don't want to push you to tears you. because I want to enjoy I watching you cry. cry. Yeah. No. 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 But the idea of, of like you were saying, Brad, that 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 sort of the threshold that would make you break, right? The the straw that that would break the camel's back. Because I think that I I think that's a very positive thing. No, it sucks. I mean, it's not a fun thing to to experience, but it's a very positive thing because that's when you're sort of at the end of yourself. You you are you are saying that in that moment, I can't get out of said situation. Yeah. There is something that is occurring in my life right now that I am sort of trapped in, and there's nothing I can do about it. God, do something, deliver me, right? Mm-hmm. And that's searching. Now, again, like you were saying, if you if you feel better about it in in the morning, your life is still the way it is. That's because your life is the way it was yesterday, like. <laughs> So don't be surprised. However, you have searched for God. And in those moments of waiting, right, in the line queue, when you're when you feel like you're waiting in line, the line's not not moving at all, that's when that's mm-hmm. when searching for God and um uh and you know and 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 asking, look, God, I don't know what's going on. I really don't. 
And I love praying that prayer. Brad, that's actually one of my most favorite prayers to pray because I don't because I feel like I have the least amount of control of anything. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm fooling myself in so many different areas of my life thinking that I do, but but the idea is that in those moments when I say, God, look, I know you're doing something. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have a clue. I don't know if you're doing something in my life, in somebody else's life. I have no earthly idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. But I pray. Like right now, even if it's not tomorrow, right now, please give me what I need to to know that you are in control, or give me what I need to know that um, that that you you have everything in hand, mm-hmm. and that whether I find out or not, I know that I know that your plan is perfect, and that and that that I that I'm going to be taken care of, right? Or that. Yep. You know, whether or or my family be taken care of or the situation, whatever the case is. Um, I, and I, I'll tell you, this is one of and I think it fits the the song Be My Escape. I don't know if you're familiar with Be My Escape. I'm trying to think of who's... Reliant K, dude. Yeah, yeah. Reliant, yeah, Reliant K. K from the mm-hmm album. I, yeah. I love the end of that song because I think there's so much. And and this I've refl- I've been this so many times. Mm. Uh, I fought you for so long. I should have let you in. Yep. Oh, how we regret those things we do. And all I was trying to do was save my own skin. But so were you. So were you, man. So what a way. You. I know. I love the way. And, the, and, and what Matt Thiessen does is he ends the song with that. Yeah. Like to put a fine point on everything mm-hmm. on that, on the, the, the whole lyric of the song, the way that he does is, I thought all of this was up to me until mm-hmm. I'm at the end of my rope. And that's when I realized, oh, wait a minute, you were trying to get my attention. And and sometimes God will bring us to the end of our rope. Yeah. Because, because we need to, to realize we need to depend on him. And yeah, if it we, takes us, if it takes us getting to the end of our rope to the rock, you know, I've, how many testimonies have I heard from people going, man, I hit rock bottom. Yeah. Hit rock bottom. But I found out, you know what? God is the rock at the bottom. God is the rock at the bottom. And it's amazing. And like using the metaphor here of, of the rope. And I like, I don't want to, I don't want to, to beat a dead horse or, you know, if you're humanitarian, hug a tree too long, but like, like with, with a I don't rope. Think the horse cares if you beat it after it's dead. That's true. I mean, you shouldn't beat a live horse. Yeah. Don't beat a live horse. Don't beat a dead horse. Don't beat things. Unless I mean, it's your you... drum, you can beat the drum. Yeah. You can beat your own drum. You can beat your own drum. Don't be my drum. That's right. <laughs> but no, the the idea with with the rope is is like it's amazing to me. I mean, honestly, how long we think our own ropes are until yeah. we're at the end of it, and then we realized, wow, God, you are playing a game of chess, or you're putting a puzzle together that is so huge, I can't even remotely fathom. Because you're doing you like once once you once you're sort of on the other side, uh, as you mentioned, of the, on the other side of that break, mm-hmm. or when when God starts to kind of reveal to you, sometimes He'll do it in one swift one swift uh, uh, motion. Other times He'll do it like very gradually, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. once, but no, but nonetheless, once God starts to move in your life, and you begin to see like His plan materialize. It should, I pray that it brings you to the point of realizing, holy crap, this, like God does this in every person's life. They may not know it. They may, they may even reject him for it. Right. I'm not talking about just, just the folks that believe in him, but I mean, like to think that, to think that God only, only, only has, only has like control over the people that, 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 that love him. No, no, no. That's totally wrong. But the idea is, is when he starts to move at that scale, you begin to really realize what he can do, what he does. And like, and you want me to be a part of this. Like you care. Mm -hmm. God cares so much. Excuse me. God cares so much that he wants me to be a part of this. That's That's a sobering moment, man. Well, and not just a number, though. He doesn't want you to just to be a number. You That's know, right. Sometimes you, you see these pictures of like 
uh, what Hollywood or or even churchy things that have been produced, and you see this picture of heaven, and you see these long lines of people, like it's the Department of Motor Vehicles, and we're just <laughs> waiting to get up, and it's like. All right, when we die, I gotta get in another line. Yeah, and right. just wait. No, and just man. Be a number. Yeah. Take take a number and wait. No. Yeah. When God saves us, when we're saved through through Jesus Christ, He's forgiven us for our sins, He's made our spirit alive. It's personal. It is personal. And and so <clears throat> God, God calls us by name. It says we'll see his face. His, he will be among his people, but they will see his face. I will look upon his face. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to be like, oh, um, what was, what is your name again? Right. So, um, it's a beardy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you, do you have first century? Um, hold what on. Is it? Do you, do you have a do you have do you have three three modes of of, of identification? Do you have like yeah. I, I need I, I need I need to I need yeah, to know we, that we you're make really sure who you are. Yeah, right. yeah. Make sure do you have a bill? Don't have anybody right. sneaking in? Uh, we, we don't allow that around. No, no, that, that's not. He knows my name, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know how with you know to my mind an infinite amount of people. Obviously, it's not infinite, but like. It's crazy. I mean, I have a hard enough time. Like I meet somebody and get their name and I know other people struggle with this too. And I will realize four words later as they're talking. Oh shoot. I already forgot their name. Already forgot their name. Guilty as charged, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I I hate that. I'll be like, um, wait, what was your name again? Uh, And when you see him, you got to do that. He uses this kind of terminology. Joint heirs with Christ, sons of God. That's we're not just invited to the to the party. We're 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 honored guests because of Jesus. Now it's about Him. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about us. It is about Him. But that doesn't downsize God's love for us and who we are. We're not, I don't. I, I don't believe we're going to be waiting in a long line. Just oh, gosh. Well, and that and 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 you know what we have, and and I, like the hard part for me, Brad, is during during waiting periods, where waiting becomes waiting becomes waiting. So I feel like I'm getting passed off to another line queue, hmm. and each line queue seems longer than the one before it. I think the hard part is to rem- you do it. Here, like, there's nothing to me that like I've I've said before. I'm like I don't know if they're recording it. And when I'm online and they come on and the little recording says your call is important to us, and I'm like, no, it's not. It. No, it's really not. No. Like you like you, you've had me on hold for 20 minutes and you've told me that 15 times. And the more <laughs> yeah, that yeah. you say it, the, the less, less I believe. I yeah, believe it's exactly it. right. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know if like, here's my advice to you companies. Stop putting that on your recordings. It just I think it just yeah. takes people off. Like yeah, the same yeah. time that I've heard your call yeah. is important to me. No, I'm like, not. you know what? Then the more, you, the more <laughs> you say something and the less you show it, like yeah. the more I don't believe you. So but so, I, I, but but for me, I think the hardest parts in in the in in the moments of my life where I'm waiting, and again waiting upon waiting upon waiting, mm-hmm. is to remember that God does not does not tell us in his in his in his word in Scripture that I don't remember your name, your number. Don't worry, you'll still make it through the line though. Mm-hmm just believe me that it's worth it. Like he doesn't, he doesn't give that. I mean, he explains this, like you were saying, he knows my name, but he also explains, search me with all your heart and I will be found. Mm. Search after me and you'll get me, you'll find me. Right. Right. And, and so and again, hiding. yeah. And, 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 and hiding. I know, man, and I'm going to wrap back around because I, I really think it's, I think it's, I think it's worth saying again that far too often our churchy brains don't don't see us blowing up and getting angry and mad vocally and explaining god i don't like this situation what are you doing that is your way of searching 
I mean, in the same way that a kid, right? I mean, so so for us, our our oldest listeners, my wife and I, we have three kids. If you're new to the show, six, three, and one. Noah, our oldest. If you're not new to the show, still six, three, and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, our yeah, our kids' age haven't changed. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> Brad, one DJ. I think I'm up to maybe seven or eight. So you're catching up. Yeah. But um, no. So what? So with Noah being six he is starting to figure out how to how to like sarcastically lash back which does not go well for him right i mean he mm-hmm. he will always get in trouble but dude like i'm not joking when i say that i'm glad that he's honest no i don't want him to smart off mm-hmm. but like i'm a person and you know this and you know this you know this about me brad that like I would prefer someone to just tell me, tell me what you think, mm-hmm. you know, again, don't patronize me. And so w- the way that we treat God mm-hmm. is actually the way is, excuse me, is not the way oftentimes that we want others to treat us. Like, just tell me mm-hmm. to my face, man. Just say it. Mm-hmm. Really? Really? Because if you mm-hmm. want that, are you willing to do that to God? Because that's actually what he wants. No. God will not be mocked, but understand that if you're searching for God lashing out at him, you're not mocking him. Well, one of the things that, that I've, I, I try to teach my kids, like one for personally with their earthly father, mm-hmm. you know, especially, you know, you know I, I have two teenagers now. Um, I've used this throughout their lives, but I, I feel like maybe more recently. Yeah. Um, remember who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Remember who you're talking to. Because you can disagree with me and you can show strong emotion. You can be angry and respectful. That's right. Um, so remember who you're talking to. And sometimes that means you lash out and you go, uh, and, and I've had this happen. And I will accept this. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Dad. I was just really mad. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Apology accepted. And I still love you. Yeah. That's right. But, you know, but, but be honest. But, and but but also yeah but remember who you're talking to and and I think even if you forget God will remind you uh, yeah yeah he will I mean <laughs> Job I love Job because Job is you. honest with God and Job it's like man I just want to plead my case with God and if I could just plead my case and then God shows up and he's like all right I'm gonna ask you all these questions and and, and Job it puts Job back in perspective of who he isn't <laughs> and who God is and he goes. Yeah, I, I recant. You know what? Your will. You're awesome. Yeah. And, and what does God say to Job's friends? He's like, Job's righteous in my sight. Job's righteous in my sight. Why? Why did he say it that way? It's not because God had the opportunity to lay one of the largest scriptural smackdowns on him. Yeah. But rather, it's because like Job was honest with him up front. Yeah, Job had to learn a lesson. Now, I would argue to the person who is in the middle of waiting if you are sick and tired of waiting and you only want God to move because you want to you want your situation to change number 1 it's okay to have those feelings understand there's not a single person i don't think that does that does not have that that kind of a feeling but number 2 if you are unhappy with god's with god's result and you only want what you think is best for you i think this is where this is kind of where the 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 rub might come because you know, Brad, as you as you were saying, just remember who you're talking to. You're talking to a you're talking to a being that created the entire universe. Trust mm-hmm. me when I say that someone who knows about thermodynamics, chemistry, and physics to the point of being able to and having supernatural power to being able to create, I think knows what's best. But when we say, God, get me out of the situation. Yes, we are searching for God, but that also means that we have to be okay with whatever with with whatever his answer is. And understand, I don't necessarily think that Job was okay that like he lost everything. I mean, that's I mean, that's why he like just laid in ashes, right? right? Yeah. But 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 the idea is that he still accepted his reality 
mm-hmm. and and was unwilling to bend on the fact that God is is like still reigns supreme. Mm-hmm. Should I accept? You know, should we accept good for God from God and and not evil? If not not bad, like when the bad comes, should we just be like, right. oh, now you're not good anymore? No. Mm-hmm. So here, let me let me say this too, and this is a quote that I've read probably a couple different places, um, but it's really pop. It keeps popping in my mind, so probably need to share it. Um, not all resistance is rebellion. Not all resistance is rebellion. Yeah, we we need to know that as as dads. That, that just because our kids are being resistant doesn't mean they're rebelling. Dude, no. that's a that's a solid little quote. I mm. like that. And, I really do. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go with, okay. Here's Jesus in the garden mm-hmm. on the way to the cross. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say there's some resistance there, right? Because he's going. Um, and I'm gonna paraphrase. Mm-hmm. Can we do this a different way? <laughs> yeah. Is there another is it, way? Like, I don't want the cup. I let really don't. Cup, yeah, let this cup Please pass. Please let the cup pass. There's some there's some resistance. Yeah. But it's not rebellion. Well, and and Brad, and, in the in in the same in the same respect, too, one of the things that I love about um the feeding of the uh now remember if it's the four thousand or five thousand, I guess it's actually technically both, but scripture explains in one of the two that like in 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 the DJ International version, Jesus was dog tired, and when he looked upon the crowd, he saw sheep without a shepherd and had compassion. Mm. Which means that before he had compassion, he was dog tired and probably didn't want to deal with it, because Scripture made it made it clear that like, mm. you know. And to me, that's I think that would be a little bit of resistance, mm. maybe not much, but still nonetheless. But yeah, and it's that that thing is that resistance isn't isn't always rebellion. Yeah, it's not the Borg. Resistance but, is not futile. But but sometimes I think we interpret it that way. So now there's obviously times when our kids are going to rebel and we gotta shut down right. that rebellion. That rebellion is exactly right. Um but but again, just just because they're resisting. Does, doesn't mean that that's rebellion. So I think we need to know that God knows that. He knows our heart. He knows our heart better than we do. Mm-hmm. So, so he knows, when he knows the difference. Yeah. He knows when you're coming at him with a heart of rebellion that yep. needs to, to have the water thrown on it, just drenching that fire. No, we're putting that out. Mm-hmm. Sitting there soaking wet, it's kind of chilly. Yeah, well, I'm I saved you from some some real. You're getting ready to do something real stupid, and uh, so I saved you from that. Um, but he also knows when when it's just resistance. Now, resistance, we, we we've got to give just like Jesus, right? We've got to go. Not what I want, but what you want. Mm-hmm. Not my will, but your will. Not my timing. Not my timing. Dude, that's right. But your timing. Yeah. And and again, just to just to put a fine point on it, as David says, um, hear me, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said seek my face, my heart said to you, Your face, Lord, I will seek. Yeah. But again, just as a as a as a recap, way to close the show here, wait on the Lord. And be of good courage. That does not mean walk around with a smile on your face. I mean, yeah, sure, be happy. But like good courage is not happy courage, right? Good courage is mm. is know that the that whatever whatever pause in life, whatever trials you're facing, the good courage is I know I'm going to get out of this. As you've mentioned before on this show, Brad, like being a Christian is the valley of death. Like we are going to go through the valley of death at some point. And does death mean like actual death? Possibly. But more more often than not, valley of death is, God, what are you doing? Where am I? Why is this line not even moving? Much less that it's long. What's going on? Be of good courage. Know that you are going to get out of this because God will lead you out and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. And he will strengthen your heart. That's he will strengthen true. your heart. And one of one of the things that that I have prayed for, and again, we'll, as we're wrapping up, yeah, and I encourage people to pray for when you're afraid, 
pray for boldness. Ask God for it. Mm -hmm. Ask God for what you lack. Now, trust him and he's going to give it to you in the way that you need to. Sometimes that means facing the fear and sometimes that means he's changing some attitudes and there's a lot of different things. But ask God and he wants to give. He wants to give wisdom. I think he wants to give us boldness. He wants to give us peace and joy and love and, and for us to be filled with those things and for it to overflow and as we're sharing with others. That's right. And dude, on that note, I think it's a I think it's a great place to wrap it up. Yep. Um so this show went way better than than the one that we rec- that we did not record two yeah, two days yeah. ago. You yeah. guys didn't you guys didn't miss out. <laughs> you didn't like, miss you, anything. You, no, you no, miss no. no. We saved some of the best parts of that and we integrated <laughs> in here and yeah, you know did. the other 50 minutes we uh we just it was god tossed away yeah yeah i guess i guess it was nice for me and you but it was really a dumpster fire to be quite honest yeah (laughs) listeners we uh we love the fact that you love our show as always um rate us review us uh wherever you get your podcasts if you're on apple um if you get it from itunes um would you just scroll down and and give us a give us a rating and a review doesn't take long um but it certainly does help for for other people who are just kind of um, scrolling through podcasts, it actually helps the the podcast kind of pop up. Um, you can you warn can, them. You can be like warning. Yeah, right, dude. This yeah, yeah this podcast sucks. These guys are losers. <laughs> so I don't, um, I don't know why I keep listening to them. Yeah, right. I keep coming back for more. Kind of like that bad song that yeah, you don't right. like and you find yourself humming. Yeah, maybe people maybe people listen to the show as ways of thinking, wow, this is what I don't need to do. I'm learning so much of how not to live my life. <laughs> so, um, listeners, again, we love it. Uh, we love you all. Follow us on Instagram, at Men Church Stuff. You can follow us on our, on our Facebook page, our Facebook group. Um, but uh, happy Friday yet again. Brad, I love you. Yep, love you too. Listeners, we'll see you next time. <laughs>